You're listening to the Play, Teach, Talk podcast. I'm Tiffany Thompson, a speech pathologist with over 20 years of expertise in working with children under three years of age and their families to help them understand language and communicate more effectively. My specialty is in working with emerging communicators with few or no true words to reduce their frustration, help them interact and play with their peers and family, and learn to truly enjoy the back and forth of functional communication throughout their daily routines. This podcast is not intended to diagnose speech-language disorders, but is more of a general set of suggestions for children who are experiencing delays in their language skills. For recommendations or therapy specific to your child's needs, consultation or evaluation with a licensed speech-language pathologist in your city is highly suggested. This is Season 3, Episode 25 of the Play, Teach, Talk podcast executive functioning skills. Whenever we're looking at children's speech development, it's important to also understand that no child develops in a vacuum. Even though I go to school to learn about speech development and stuttering and voice issues and articulation skills and all of those things very specifically related to most things that are happening from the neck up, It is important to know that there are usually other things going on than just a language delay. Children develop their entire body all at the same time, and it's very common for kids who maybe are walking late to also talk late, or for kiddos who have issues with keeping their attention span on any toy for very long to have difficulty following directions as well because they're not also not listening to directions and requests if they're having a hard time paying attention to things. So with that in mind, I'm going to talk to you today about executive functioning. So executive function describes a set of cognitive processes and mental skills that help an individual plan, monitor, and successfully execute their goals. The executive functions include attentional control, working memory, inhibition, and problem solving, and they are thought to originate in the brain's prefrontal cortex. Okay, so this is, it's important. So even though most of the time I'm dealing with kids who are under three years of age, executive functioning is kind of an underlying set of skills that kids have to have to be able to pay attention, respond, um, communicate, show understanding, all of those things. So I'm going to talk to you a little bit about um, where kids show their abilities for executive function in the littlest children. And I got this information from a chart on the website for, let me find it for you. Um, This is called Life Skills Advocate. It's lifeskillsadvocate.com. It's a really great source and website that has a developmental chart that talks about where kids' skills are supposed to be at certain ages. Um, So, of course, when kids are really small, um, time management and task initiation, like starting your homework, is not something that kids at this age need to be focused on. But they are still using their problem-solving skills and their flexibility and their working memory, even from birth to 24 months. So when it comes to planning... um, A plan plan also is related to motor skills, and I may go a little more into motor planning as well in another episode because they are all so related. Uh, But for planning, for a child up to two years, 
focusing on objects with their vision and pointing and grabbing are planning skills that they need. As far as organization skills, that's showing interest in color, size, and shapes and beginning matching skills. So that might be where you start to see kids put things that go in the same groups together, like all of the cars or all the things with wheels are going to go into one group. Or, you know, those little sorting bears cups or, or sorting of anything, sorting by color, putting things into, into little containers by, by their colors or by similar common characteristics. Problem solving is used at that birth to 24 month range. That's engaging in cause and effect play, in figuring out how things work. So that's starting to become more interested in the different parts of things and how to make things go. Um, and basically simple body movements and basic play skills. So flexibility, this is that, that kind of 18 months to 24 months range is where we start to see the differences in flexibility. In this age range, it's like simple role play, imaginative play, trying different things, trying to do, you know, feeding the baby, feeding a stuffed animal, maybe going to pretend to change a diaper or things like that. Working memory for kids under 24 months, up to 24 months. Um, simple recall games like hide and seek or participating and enjoying familiar rhymes and songs. That's part of their working memory. When a kid fills in the word, the last word of a song or the last sound in a song, that's part of their working memory. And then attentional control. So being able to play those games, staying with it for a couple of turns. See, isn't that interesting? You've got like a peekaboo or a hide and seek or a patty cake that where kids are taking turns, that's both working on their memory and their attention and their ability to go back and forth and take turns up to 24 months. So a toddler that's two to four years old, I don't think I could even take the time to go into all these different things, but I will put a link to um, the website, the Life Skills Advocate website, because it's got um, a copy of that uh, chart that you can actually even download if you'd like to look at it. Um, in the toddler, so this is all of the areas of ex that take up executive functioning. Planning, like I talked about with the infants, time management, task initiation, organization, problem solving, flexibility, working memory, emotional control, impulse control, attentional control, and self-monitoring. When you think about the fact that a child who's up to four years old is having to deal with all of these different kind of meta skills, these skills they have to have for everything, not just including speech, but other things too. If you notice that there is an issue in one of those areas and speech is affected by it, more than likely there might be a chance that other parts of development are also affected by these things. So it's kind of good to have this in your pocket and know that if you're noticing an issue um, with maybe not being able to follow through with a peekaboo game, part of that might be that attentional control and ability to take to do turn-taking skills. So I'll read a couple of these to you, but I don't want to go too much into depth with the specific of these, but I just wanted to familiarize you with the term and the kind of areas that they can impact so that you can be on the lookout and watching your child too. So for two to four-year-old toddlers in the planning area, Understanding simple instructions and running simple errands, like go put that in the trash or doing things like that. That is a planning thing too. Yeah. And then 
time management, beginning to understand time concepts like days or weeks. That's why we sing that, you know, these are the days of the year, you know, or the months of the year. That's that's where that comes. That's why we use that in, in even preschool is they're starting to get that idea about months and days and seasons and things like that, following visual picture schedules to, to do tasks. Waiting. Waiting is a time management skill for a toddler. Um, task initiation for a toddler that's two to four years old, um, that they're able to independently start and end tasks. Ooh, they say up to 10 minutes. I, maybe that's for the four-year-olds, maybe not for the two-year-olds. Um, organization, that's where kids start to understand categories and patterns and cleaning up toys um, with adult help. Um, and then problem solving uh, is the puzzles and games that combine language and movement decision-making and turn-taking during play. The flexibility for a two- to four-year-old toddler beginning uh, to shift between activities. That's a flexibility skill. Being able to manage transitions and unexpected change without upset. We have some kids that have such trouble with the flexibility behind transition to a new activity. Um, and then working memory is being able to follow along with those songs, finger plays, and maybe even lines within a book that they're reading. Impulse control. Oh, this is where it gets so tricky. Um, active inhibition games. That's what they're calling these. That would be like the freeze dance. You know, if you do wiggle, 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 stop, wiggle, 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 stop, and freeze. That's a really good impulse control game for a two to four year old. Or you know, we don't do it as much, but I did see it in a daycare the other day is playing musical chairs. I don't know how often we do that anymore, but there's, you know, there's always one less chair than there are kids that are, are you know, dancing around or, or walking around the uh, circle of chairs. So that's, that's a tricky one too, right? Um, Self-monitoring starts to come in at two to four years old, and that's being able to talk about your own feelings. You know, we talked about in a past episode really starting to emphasize the ideas of those major three um, emotions, happy, sad, and mad, and that when kids get a little older, you can be more uh, detailed in fleshing out those ideas of emotions. But that's where the self-monitoring of emotions starts to come in is in those toddler years. And then being able to play along with other kids, directing play, but also being flexible to let other kids direct the play as well. So I'm not going to go too far into that, but that is the idea of executive function. And I will try to, I'm definitely going to put the Life Skills uh, life skills Advocate site on there for you to check out. Um, it does look like there might be some sort of subscription or something that it's looking for. Um, I'll try to find some other ones that don't necessarily have subscriptions on them either, but it's definitely something to take into consideration if you find your child is having issues with the things that I mentioned. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast, it would help me greatly if you subscribe or leave a five-star review. For additional content, including YouTube videos, articles, handouts, and help catered specifically to your child's needs, please visit playteachtalk.com.